0: I am your host, Matthew Bowie, and joining me just the day before he evacuates out of South Florida or Central <laughs> Florida. Uh, yeah. Zach Robinson. Zach, how you holding up, man?
1: It's it's pretty crazy down here. Um it's it's pretty insane. So I guess pretty much the current models have Irma heading pretty much anywhere and everywhere. Um the three options for Irma is that it stays on the east coast and pretty much just mm. obliterates Miami. Um, it could go up the middle of Florida, or it could go to the west coast, which is pretty much where Tampa and St. Beat are uh, located. Um, and but it's not good either way because the the radius of the hurricane is larger than the radius of. Um, florida so if it hit you know when it hits florida it's gonna pretty much take over the entire state um yeah the the family and i are packing up tomorrow morning and heading to atlanta georgia and if it hits atlanta we'll go to baltimore which is bad news for jay long because i would be in town which is always <laughs> a terrible thing um but no it's uh it's pretty crazy and even crazier is the fact that um, the Bucks and Dolphins will be playing a full 16 games straight through without any sort of bye week.
0: Yeah, that was kind of upsetting to me. Um, I know there's bigger things to worry about. Sure. But um, forcing two NFL teams to play 16-game seasons uh, – uh without a bye week is i mean I know they did it in the nineties and uh, into the eighties and whatnot, and they even tried a two bye week system one one year uh before they settled on the one bye week but uh nowadays with uh the physical <laughs> the physical freakness of of these players like they need that bye week and sure. uh I would say it'll be interesting to see how things work out, but, like, I'm a Bucks fan, so I'm, like, not really looking forward to it at all. And I wish they would have just played on a neutral site. They had five days to do it. Um, I mean, they could have started looking at this stuff Tuesday. and um, Yeah, they waited for
1: so long. It was crazy. Like, everyone was like, you know, are they going to just, you know, reschedule it? Are they going to, you know, just barrel through it? And I'm sitting here like, does... Does anyone know how bad this thing is? Like, it, it just seemed to me that they waited until the last possible second to make a conclusion. But speaking of the hurricane and it affecting um, the players and the players' families, we should probably tell everyone the story of both you and myself getting blocked by Miko Grimes on Twitter. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Uh, so for whatever reason, um, we, well, we were talking about... Uh, what we were just talking about via Twitter, and for whatever reason, you brought up Miko, which is which is not okay with me. Um, you will not throw shade on on uh, Miko's name. Um, so I <laughs> I tagged her in the post and I said I hope she stays safe. She got yeah. mad
1: at you, yes. not even um, at me for saying that. Like I was the one, like I was the negative one. You were the you, you said. For God's sake, yes, stay safe at iHeartMiko. And she was like, oh, you MFers going to tag me? I should block both y'all. Like, no, she said, uh, I should block you
0: for even tagging me on this, you bitch-ass N-word.
1: Yeah. So. And then um, I responded to that <laughs> saying, no, we love you, Miko. And by we, I mean Matt. And by Matt, I mean he loves Brent only, not you. And, then you, and she
0: blocked you and me. <laughs> yep, so you got me blocked by Miko. She wouldn't have even blocked me.
1: Yeah, probably. If it not. weren't for you. Yeah, I'm sorry about
0: that. <laughs> eh, that's all right. Well, we can get right into the games then. Um, first of all, tomorrow night, well, it'll be tonight <laughs> by the time you hear this, uh, we have the Patriots <laughs> and Chiefs. So, Zach... Who do you think are the key players in this game from a fantasy standpoint? We can assume the Patriots are at home. It's an opening yeah. game that they're just going to pretty much run through run through the Chiefs. So uh, who do you think
1: are the key players for our fantasy teams? So I think um, – I think of, of course you're starting Brady. Of course you're starting Gronk. You're starting Brandon Cooks. But I also think you should give – I think you should – Find a way to get Kevin or Chris Hogan, rather, into your lineups at the flex spot. That's that's interesting. Why do I, you think that? I think he's going to be. I don't know the specific matchup, but he draws the second cornerback on the Chiefs most likely when they roll out like their multiple receiver sets, and mm-hmm. he's avoiding um he's avoiding uh, Marcus Peters, which I think is a is a great thing, and I just think and you and i don't know what your opinion on this is but i'm a big believer in um, hogan just for the year in general because edelman is uh, out it's like
0: the 30s or 40s bunger receivers for me yeah. like no but i i think that's i mean the most he's ever done um, is pretty much 40 receptions, and I don't think he's even had a 500-yard season yet well, at this point. Yeah, but that's
1: with you know
0: Edelman and Gronk. and yeah, you know, But he has Brandon Cooks and Gronk. I mean, sure, yeah.
1: I, I think James, James Whiteslaw,
0: the backfield.
1: Yeah, I'm actually interested really to see how they're going to use Rex Burkhead out of the gate because we saw that he was productive, I think, during the first and second preseason games. But he didn't really do anything in the third or fourth, which I guess is a good sign because, you know, if you're going to be on a professional football team, you don't want to have to be the most productive player in week four, you know? Right. No, but I'm interested to see how they use Burkhead. I think Hogan is a good start. I think, you know, Cooks obviously is a start. Gronk is a start. Um, And Brady is. I don't know how happy I am with Mike Gillisley. I, I don't think... I want to see at least a week in this in this offense of how they're going to use their running backs, and of course they're yeah. going to change it week to week. But if if out of the gate we see Deion Lewis is you know gets twenty touches, then we can you know readjust. But I don't think you should just go in there believing that Lee is going to automatically be the Valcat runner.
0: So I don't know. Do you just want? There's not a lot of fancy relevant people in the Jets Bills besides maybe Zay Jones.
1: So well did you wanna just... did you wanna talk about the Kansas City thing, side of things really quick?
0: Oh sure. If you're gonna spend ten minutes on each team, no we're we'll we be have... here for days. <laughs> we can I can, this I can make
1: this quick. I can make this quick. I can I promise. Um yeah, I think you start Kareem Hunt, he's obviously going to be the Falcow runner every single week until Shark Hendrick West says otherwise. I think Tyreek Kill will be productive and same with Kelsey. I understand that it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but you're rolling with your studs.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Bills probably beat the Jets. Uh, Start, say, Jones. I mean, if you have guys from the Miami or Buccaneers that are on by, if you're in a tight situation, otherwise I'd... I'm just not really starting anyone from this game besides LaShawn McCoy, obviously. Yeah,
1: obviously McCoy, and then I don't hate Paul Richardson in, like, a deep league format, kind of, like, as a flex option.
0: Okay. Um, So Texans-Jaguars,
1: Tom Savages
0: starting against Blake Bortles. Obviously, the quarterback situation isn't uh, ideal for either, and it's obviously going to be... It's two tough defenses that are going up against each other. So how do you feel about Leonard Fournette and uh, Lamar
1: Miller this week? Um, I like Miller. I don't like Fournette, but – and again, this is the classic argument that you and I have. I just think the volume is going to be there, and you can't really sit him yet, especially because it's only the first week of the season. It's a really bad matchup, and he probably won't do well, but I I just think – I, they don't have any other options. Like, they're not going to – Blake Bortles isn't going to throw the ball 25, you know, 25, 30 times. So he Fournette will passed. get – He I
0: mean, yeah, it doesn't but
1: really matter how many picks I, he throws. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying, like, he's not going to throw it well. You know what I mean? So I think right. Fournette is a start and I think Lamar Miller is a better start than Fournette.
0: So uh, I can pretty much assume that DeAndre Hopkins is going to get shut down by Bouye oh God, or yeah. Jalen – or Jalen Ramsey, whoever he's really matched up against. Um, so none of the Texans receivers are really that appetizing this, this week. But I mean, if Hopkins gets off to a bad start, Uh, Frustrations could mount from owners who think it's just going to be the last year or be just like last year. So if Hopkins does end up up getting shut down, it is a good buy low opportunity for a panicking owner after week one. So that's just something to keep in mind um, because he is probably going to be shut down this week. But uh, I I expect him to have a much better season than he did last year as a whole. So uh, buy low alert right there after what goes down. Uh, so Steelers and Browns. We actually do have a lot of uh, fantasy relevant players in this game. Is uh, Isaiah Crowell, uh, Martavis Bryant, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, um, Kenny Britt's first game with uh, the Browns. It's Deshaun I actually Tyner, like Britt a star. lot.
1: You do. I do. He's gonna because I have more stock in him than I actually want. No, I think Britt is actually a really sneaky play this week, I think because he's going to draw Joe Hayden, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Joe Hayden sucks. Yeah, so, I mean, there you go. Um, And then, of course, I'm sure they're going to pepper Hayden after the trade, you know, just like as like a narrative. Um, And then on the Cleveland side of things, You know, we're both expecting Cleveland to be down probably early, so it only makes sense that they're going to pepper it to uh, Duke Johnson, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: I expect Isaiah Crowell to run the ball well. Um, I think it's going to be, even though you had to pay a little more than you wanted to for a name like Isaiah Crowell, I think he's going to live up to his draft day value and possibly even beyond because that offensive line is so improved this season. So. uh yeah, but we can move on to the Cardinals and Lions real fast. And uh, it's the premiere of my boy, Kenny Kenneth Galladay.
1: One <laughs> Kenneth Galladay.
0: One Kenneth Galladay. Uh, I'm hoping he finds the end zone this one because I did actually have to start him this week in a 16-team league where I have uh, a lot of Buccaneers on that team. Uh, it's a keeper league, so – he's starting in my flex and and, uh, it's three wide receiver. He's starting in my flex in place of Jack was Rogers, who is originally going to be my flex. (laughs) So now it's Kenny Galladay. So I'm hoping for great things. Uh, Uh, I wouldn't count on it. I
1: I know the the way I I see it going down. Galladay really struggles this week. People get frustrated and and drop him immediately because he was already kind of like a lottery ticket option. And then he blows up the, yeah, the following weeks. So that's probably how it's going to go.
0: No, I, I know it's just wishful thinking, but who do you think is going to have the big day on the <coughs> lions this week? Cause I, 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 have this penciled down as a pretty high scoring game.
1: Um, I, 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 have it penciled down as a high scoring game. And surprisingly the RasBob proje- projections have Stafford as the number five quarterback, which is pretty shocking, but I understand where Rudy is coming from
0: mm-hmm.
1: on it. Um, if I, to, yeah, I think Stafford is probably the biggest name on the Lions. I'm not really confident on anyone else except maybe Riddick. If if it does turn into a shootout, he'll be on passing downs. And so Riddick will probably be the best option aside from Stafford.
0: Yeah. Um, anything you like on the Cardinals side of the ball
1: besides uh, David Johnson? Oh my God, yeah. I love Palmer. I think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback this week.
0: Okay, I yeah.
1: love Larry Fitzgerald. He should avoid. Um, I, I'm blanking on the shutdown corner in Detroit, but he's. Gonna, I don't think they have one. No, it's um, it's it, it begins like an S L. I I'm blanking A on slaughter. It. No, it's I I'm blanking on the name, but um, he should I, tra- yeah the type drawing blanks there he too. Should he should be uh, facing Quandre Diggs who was probably one of the lowest cornerbacks last year, graded by pro football focus. Um, Okay. And he has like a height advantage and he'll play in the slot. He's just an absolute PPR monster. He's going to be, I, I, it wouldn't shock me if he finishes inside the top 12 this year or not this year. I'm sorry. This week. Okay. And it's Darius Slay. Who's the, he's not a shutdown, but he's definitely (laughs) better. And he should be covering John Brown just based off the, the deep threat speed right so just pepper larry fitzgerald all day and yeah and he should be very
0: productive get them points all right um it is kevin white's uh premiere as the bears number one whiteout (laughs) against the falcons this week is there any hope because i've put i've played kevin white in a lot of my leagues this week because of those said uh the said first round bye that we talked about earlier. So I have to start Kevin White in like three different leagues. I play in a lot of deep leagues. But uh, is there any hope for me this week, Zach?
1: Um, You know, I, I can't say that there is. <laughs> um, I, I want to believe that, you know, he's just the best option. Because didn't they release Victor Cruz? or Yeah. Yeah, like I'm mean, who else is there? Marcus Wheaton. Zach no, Marcus Wheaton's hurt, so yeah, it's uh, that guy too.
0: who used to play for the Giants. Um, he was like the third receiver for the Giants for a few years. I'm
1: blanking on the name. I don't know. Me but
0: too.
1: I, you know, it's not very important. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't think – yeah. <laughs> Unless you're in a situation where the Miami uh, Bucks game really screwed you. I, yeah, it did. I, <laughs> I know it did for you, but – for other people too. I mean, maybe just based off of production as being the only viable receiver for Mike uh Mike Lennon, but I mean, let me just vent for a second, dude. Sure. I had
0: Devontae Parker in three different leagues. I have oh. Jay in two different leagues along with all the bucks that I have just peppered everywhere. So like this is this is a real struggle. This is a real yeah. struggle. And I'm going to have to worry about injuries later on in the season, um, playing 16 weeks in a row, uh, possibly. I don't know. But back to the matter at hand, uh, who do you actually like in the Falcons-Bears game?
1: Um, I don't mind Austin Hooper as a tight end flyer. Um, Chicago is pretty terrible when it comes to, or at least they were last year when it comes to defending tight ends. Um, and, of course, you're starting Julio, you're starting Devonta, you're starting Matt Ryan. I don't mind Tevin Coleman, but I'm sure there are just better options out there and yeah. All right.
0: Uh, Raiders Titans. I actually expect the Titans to pull this one out. I think they're going to shock the Raiders. It won't be a real big shocker because they're at home and um, in week one, uh, historically home teams do tend to fare pretty well, but from a fantasy standpoint, how do you see Marcus Mariota doing against the Raiders defense?
1: No, I think he should I and I agree with you. I think the Titans won this game. I don't think I mean you can talk to Stan, um, the writer for Razz Ball, who's a huge Raiders fan. Um I really I, I this Oakland defense is not good aside from Khalil Mack. Like it mm-hmm. they're just not good. I think Richard Matthews is a great flex option, kind of like a again, if you're in deep leagues and you got screwed by the Miami Tampa Bay game. Um I think Rashard Matthews is a really good option. I think Mariota should do great. I think um, DeMarco should do fine. And I think Delaney Walker will do great too. I don't really think um, – I, I want to see how they use Eric Decker and Corey Davis before I go – Yeah, know. definitely. But, you know, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. One has to assume that uh, Eric Decker is going to see red zone targets.
1: Oh, oh! I think that's
0: definitely it's, given. It's but, the question,
1: but the question is – Are his red zone targets enough for him to be relevant each and every week? And we'll see that, you know, over the next two weeks. Right, right. So the Bengals, uh, obviously
0: interesting for me as a a Joe Mixon lover. Yeah. Uh, It looks like Jeremy Hill is going to play. So overall, how do you see this running back situation going in the first week in Cincinnati?
1: I don't know. I think it's a really good spot, but I don't want to give I, – I don't want to say that you should start Mixon or Hill just because it might be I, a split backfield.
0: It could be, but I see uh, Mixon getting at least 15 touches this week and if you're giving Mixon 15 touches, one has to assume he's going to be able to do something good with it. I mean throw preseason aside, uh, although he did have a great game in week one of the preseason against the Bucks. But just throw a preseason season out the window and just look at the talent. And, I mean, he's right up there with Christian McCaffrey. Like, he's a dynamic playmaker. So I am going to start Joe Mixon without fear. And it might bite me in the ass. It might not. But I, I just have confidence in the guy. Um, as for the Ravens, I don't want to start anyone on that side of the ball. How do you feel about it?
1: Yeah, no, I don't want to. I, Yeah, no. And I, and I even think that the Cincinnati Bengals defense is really good, too. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: All right, so Eagles and Redskins. Uh, two pretty good quarterbacks, uh, marquee in their division. Uh, Kirk Cousins going against the weak Eagles secondary. Uh, no matter how you feel about Darby, um, it takes more than one corner to shut down Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Terrell Pryor and Jameson Crowder, who do you think gets the, mo- the most targets? I think
1: Pryor does, but I think both of them are really great options to start. Mm-hmm. This, like, I'm really excited for the Washington offense this week.
0: Yeah, definitely me too. Uh, on the Eagles' side of the ball, how do you think LeGarrette Blount uh, fares? Or do you think Wendell Smallwood starts to see some carries? Um, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I, it's going to be hard to tell if the if the frustration from the preseason with LeGarrette Blount will carry over into week one or not. So that's definitely something that you uh, should watch out for. And if you don't watch the game, definitely pay attention to the touches and the box score and uh, see where the eagle has landed. Ha ha ha. I like um, that. Thank you. Uh, Rams and Colts, we both love Sammy Watkins this week. Why yep. don't you tell us
1: why? Um, I think – they're without Vontae Davis, and that, that's it. Yeah, they don't have Vontae yeah. Davis. And oh, the Colts' defense in general is just a shit. It's show. just very terrible. So I think Watkins can definitely do well. And I think Todd Gurley has the upside to finish as a number one running back this week. Yeah,
0: I, I don't disagree with that. Um, Frank Gore should be started uh, in your flex spot if you have him. Uh, without fear, I mean he's just, I mean he's as consistent as they get. I know the Rams are tough in the front seven, but uh, Luck, I'd start, there. I'd start Gore. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, they're gonna pound the rock with them. So yeah, you mentioned Luck won't be playing in Week One, as ninety nine percent of us know. Uh, I can't speak for everybody, but uh, how do you feel about T. Y. Hilton this week? I don't don't start. Okay. Can you can
1: you even put him in your lineup? No. I you no. don't start him this week and you don't start Dante Moncrief and you don't start Jack Doyle. Okay. Uh Cooper Cup. Sure. Deep leagues.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because again, this the defense is so bad that you know, we're just hoping. I don't think he's I don't think he's to the point yet where we can rely on receptions alone. It's going to have to come as like you're hoping he finds the end zone at least once. Right, right. Yeah, I get that. Um, All
0: right. We are moving into the early afternoon games. We have uh, the Panthers and 49ers. So, uh, Cam Newton, how do you feel about him this week going against 49ers? Uh,
1: I... I want to hate him, but I just because I don't like him season long, but for this week I think you have to start him. I think he's a really good option, and I think Kelvin Petriman is a really good option. Okay, are you comfortable with Christian
0: McCaffrey in week one? I might be asking the wrong person.
1: No, no, I don't think you're asking the wrong person. Um I again, I just don't know how it's gonna split between him and Stewart. If he's right. only as of now, maybe only starting him in PPR leagues until we can see that he'll be productive outside of passing downs. Uh-huh. Um, because unlike Mixon, can you say that McCaffrey's going to get 15 touches? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. You think so, even though like, it seems. So
0: I, I've heard things about them just basically having a, his own separate playbook. You know? Yeah, I, no, I think I they that. want him to be a fixture in the offense. Um, I think it does a lot for Cam Newton to not have to worry about getting hit all the time. I mean, we've talked about this at nauseum, so uh, we don't really have to go that much further into it. But Carlos Hyde is an obvious start in all leagues. Uh, how do you feel against about Pierre Garcon against the Panthers defense? I think you. Saw I know him. the. Yeah the the Panthers passing
1: defense wasn't that great last year. They're they
0: always able to stop the run, but yeah,
1: they're average. You know. And I I think just – I really am expecting big things to come out of Shanahan's offense this year. Right, right, yeah.
0: So before we get into the next game, do you need a safe and easy way to store your league's fancy football fees? Look no further than League Safe. It's fast, safe, and very user-friendly. Put in promo code RASBALL and get – a free $10 added to your league's purse. If you're a new member, also check out our other sponsor fantasy draft for all of your DFS needs. Uh, the contests are always ongoing and we're in week one. So uh, go ahead and up DFS away folks. Um, so yeah, we'll get into the next game, which is the green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks. Probably the marquee game of the afternoon. Um, yeah,
1: it's going to be a great one.
0: Yeah. Uh I'll be stuck watching the Panthers, which is fine because I have a lot of uh, my my wife's a Panthers fan, so ugh. and I'll <laughs> ugh, I know it's terrible. No, I I I'm looking forward to watching. Uh, no, I'm Festival not saying I'm Country. not saying
1: that about the Panthers fan. You have a wife. Ugh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know you're jealous. People are catching on. Is that true? That that's true. That's what Jen <laughs> I didn't I wasn't even going for that. That's funny. <laughs> It is confirmed. Uh, so on the Packers side of the ball, uh, do you like Ty Montgomery this week? No. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Eddie Lacy?
1: No. I do. I like Eddie I, Lacy this week. Oh, actually, never mind. I do. I do. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, he's a Seahawk now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was saying. I was thinking about it as. Um, I don't. I don't know. No, I like Eddie Lacy um, because it's not. Is it confirmed that Rawls is out week one, or is it yeah. just looking likely? Oh, but, I mean, I, it's looking like it. So, I, I yeah, I like Lacey. Um, he returns to Lambeau Field. Why wouldn't you like him? 100 yards. What do you mean? 100 yards. Mark it down. That's my oh, bold prediction guarantee. for week
0: one. Guarantee? Eddie Lacey? That's my bold prediction for week one is Eddie Lacey gets 100 yards. That is And bold. does jack squat the rest of the season. That is bold. <laughs> Um, Jordy Nelson against Richard Sherman. How do you feel about it?
1: Is he facing Sherman, though?
0: And oh, is, yeah. is, Sherman is Devontae... Oh, God, I have Devontae Adams in the league. That's so is bad.
1: Adams facing Sherman, or is Nelson... Like, who's facing Jeremy Lane? If we get some sort of confirmation... From any source Sherman that says... Tends to line
0: up on one side of the ball, so it's going to be however the Packers decide to line up their receivers. But I'm guessing it's probably going to be Devontae Adams lining up against them.
1: Yeah, so then in that case, I think Jordy is a fantastic play against Jordy beats. And you like Jimmy Graham this week a lot, too, Love you? Jimmy Graham. If we're talking about the Seahawks' offense this week, oh, I love Russell Wilson. I love Jimmy Graham. I love Doug Baldwin. The- I yeah. really don't mind Tyler Lockett as a flex option. I think it's going to be a shootout, and I think I, I think people are underestimating how bad uh, this Green Bay Packers secondary is. Like, it's so, yeah, pretty good. I, I, I have the Seahawks winning this game. And, and see, I would say that, yeah, it's tough, because right now I think the Vegas favorite is Green Bay, mm-hmm. and... And obviously, I think the Seahawks offense is going to work wonders, but there's a couple things going Green Bay's way. First off, it's Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau. <laughs> you know, he just yeah. – yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau. And then the second thing that's working for the Packers' favor is that their def- the Packers' defensive coordinator really knows how to contain Russell Wilson. It's We've seen it for the past couple of years now, both in the NFC Championship game for, you know – most of the game when they played each other last year. And wasn't the score like 46 to three or something?
0: Yeah. Something like that.
1: Something like that. Like they just know the ins and outs of Russell Wilson. But I think what works in Seattle's favor is that this might be the first time Green Bay is facing a 100% healthy Jimmy Graham.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I agree with you. Which, there.
1: you know, and, and, we, and a 100% healthy
0: Russell Wilson. Th- very true. Very true. Cowboys and Giants Sunday night. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, another bold prediction for me. I think he has a shit game. That I think all is, the controversy. yeah. I like the Giants' defense, uh, and there's a lot of controversy surrounding Ezekiel Elliott right now. Um, he's a young kid. Uh, I it, it may get in his head, and I I just like the Giants' defense a lot. So. Uh, I'm I'm saying eighty yards tops for Zeke. Uh that, that on the is end bold. zone, that's eight points.
1: That is bold. Uh, so who do you like from this game? I don't like Des. I don't like Dak. I don't like Elliott. I now see, Jason Witten has a fantastic history against New York. So, he's also, like,
0: 87 years old, though. He's
1: also 87 years old. People do forget that. So, <laughs> may, I, I don't think he's the worst tight end to go with, especially if he just completely punted the position. Um, and then on the Giants' side of the ball, I'm really starting to fall in love with Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Cowboys... I don't think... I know the Cowboys are terrible against tight ends. They were like... I, I'm pretty sure they were the worst or the best defense to face if you were a tight end last year. Like they gave up the most points to the tight end position last year out of any defense. Um, and with Brandon Marshall kind of banged up, with Odell Beckham still not 100, percent and with um, Sterling Shepard pretty much out, I, mm-hmm. I think Ingram is. I think he's a great play.
0: No. I, I don't disagree with you at all. So Monday night, uh, Adrian Peterson returns to Minnesota um, as a fancy rele- irrelevant backup running back to
1: Mark Ingram. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I I, I think you, you should think start Harry
0: Peterson. Eats.
1: I think you should start him. I really okay why? I think that the offensive line of St. Louis is really St. Louis. No, I'm sorry, New Orleans. Um, where did I get Saint Louis from? I really think that the offensive line is a whole lot better than they were last year. I am not sold on the Minnesota uh, uh, defensive line compared to their really good secondary. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And yeah, I, I think Sean Payton is the king of revenge games, right? Like no, we it. saw we saw last year that um, they they hung up. I want to say close to forty points against us against Los Angeles, the the Rams, because their defense, their old defensive coordinator used to is was the bounty gate guy, and they just completely annihilated Los Angeles. I think he, I, I think he knows how much, you know, how big it is for a Peterson, yeah, yeah, how much, and it's in, it's in Minnesota too, you know. Yeah, so on the home side of the ball,
0: how do you feel about Dalvin Cook and Stefan Diggs? I think they could both be in for big
1: days. Yeah, I don't mind Stefan Diggs. I don't mind Adam Adam Thielen. Um, I think they're both definitely um, viable options. I, I don't know how confident I am in Dalvin Cook in standard leagues. I definitely think um, he's a great play. And, you know, in PPR, just because I think he'll be productive out of the backfield. But I just I can't say that I'm confident in Minnesota's offensive line for him to be a productive runner.
0: All right. Chargers Broncos wrap up week one. Um, I don't like a lot of Broncos besides uh, it
1: pains me to say it, but C.J. Anderson. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't like C.J. this week either. I, this Chargers defense is legitimate.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um, But who do you like on the
1: Chargers side of the ball? So actually, some comments were left to me from my rankings post. I really don't mind Melvin Gordon at all, and neither does a lot of Rudy's projections. Um, This Denver Broncos team last year, and again, this is all based off of last year, so things may change, but this team is not that good – You know, when people think of the Broncos, they're like, you know, oh, this is one of the best defenses in the NFL, and that's true. But for the secondary, they were not good stopping the rush at all. And I think Uh I think you shouldn't be overreacting to you know the week one schedule against uh, the Broncos for Gordon. But I, I don't know if I want to start any of the passing options. You know, on on the Broncos. On the Chargers side. On the Chargers, not even Keenan Allen. No, because I just think the secondary is still really good even yeah. without T.J. Ward. Um, I think you
0: still gotta start him though. I just, yeah, because uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, not not for- I'm not confident. I'm not confident about it though. He's not gonna have the biggest game of his
1: career by any means. But yeah, uh, no, no, I'm with you. I think you, yeah, the week one adage of just start your studs. Yeah. But
0: uh, I think that's actually going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, we went through all the games, um, told you who we like, who we don't like. Uh, and if you want to further uh, pick our brains, we have our rankings up on the website.
1: Uh, they posted on Wednesday and this should come out on Thursday. Also coming uh, out Thursday is a tools post that I will be doing every week that pretty much just goes through all of the projections um, from our fantastic Rasball tools and oh, pretty much man. gives you the uh, the Rasball certified picks.
0: Pimp it, baby. Pimp it. Oh. All right. Where can we find you on Twitter? You guys can find me on Twitter at Razzball underscore Zach. And you can find me on Twitter at Razzball underscore MB. Thanks for listening and enjoy week one.